Hello, peeps. Welcome back to the Heart and Hustle podcast. I am Angelica Yard. And I am Cruz O'Keefe, and we are here weekly talking to you about entrepreneurship, business balance, and everything that goes with running your own business in 2021, the year of cray. Cray, cray. And people actually... <laughs> Uh, listen, I like, I keep forgetting to, to traumatize you with numbers, but oh, yeah. last if, week. If anybody's been listening for a long time, you'll know that like, um, you know, we handle different things in, in the podcast and, and I, I think every business should do that. Have people that have uh, strengths that are different than yours. And so one of my things is not knowing how many people listen, who listens. Like I just can't deal with that. And so you, you deal with that and every once in a while you'll update me, but for the most part, I just live in bliss and I just feel like this is just you and I chatting and that way I don't get like nervous about it. So hello to all of you people who are listening and thank you for doing so as the spirit of gratitude is in the air and not on the, the colonizer holiday, but just in general, yeah. we I will think say about being grateful. I have had one post ever go like viral or whatever on like Instagram and it was very stressful. And I just stopped looking. I don't know who's listening, but it's a lot of people. And I don't know where they come from because I don't dig too much. And also podcast data is really finicky. So you really can't like, even if it's a bunch of people hate listening. Sometimes it's hard to see exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we could have a whole Facebook group of people who just hate listening to the show. And thank you so much. I appreciate it. (laughs) Because downloads don't discriminate. I don't think so, because I think that'd be too much commitment. Girl, you would be surprised. <laughs> that is true. People do love, love to but hate. No, because, because when people together. hate, they do talk about things. So I, that's They do, like, but I if it's like on a, a Facebook whole... group, we wouldn't know, which a lot of people oh, do. True. They do hate, listen to a lot of other, I know it's about other podcasts wow. that people do have groups where they don't like the hosts and they listen to them anyway. And they still, I'm like, I don't have that kind of time in my day. But shout out to you people. I just don't think we're like, um, you know, internet famous enough for that. But maybe that can be a goal. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, that's so funny. Um, I do remember there used to be a website back in the it's day. It's still, no, it's still there. Paging it's myself. still there. It's but still there. You know exactly what I'm talking it's, about already. It's still so there. it's like, <laughs> it was this website where like some of the blogger girls who were like more popular, um, people would talk about. Now it's just influencers and podcasters that they talk um, about. Okay. So yeah, they've just changed with the times or whatever. But yeah, I, the only reason I remember the site is just because it was such a big deal back then that some of those big time bloggers would say I was on, I was featured on this site and like, it sucks. I hurt my feelings or whatever. So that's how I found out about the site in the first place. But yeah, I went, I don't know which, which big time blogger at the time had like pointed it out and I went to it and it was just terrible. It was just really like, I hate this person. And like, this person's stupid because they did this. And then they were like, I remember like one post was like, it's our responsibility to like call people out because like, if we don't like, how will they get better? But it wasn't like about the things that like, you know, they weren't calling them out for like actually like doing anything wrong. It was just like I hated the, her boots, so you know <laughs> I had to call her out and tell her. It's not like like these. I can understand if it was like, oh, these are like a list of people who have. Like, Some of them are valid or, you know, now because like they're still doing it, and obviously people show their butts on the internet way worse. Yeah, so now so it's, like, I feel like now they had it like, to evolve to yes, to find a purpose. I feel like but before it wasn't. Ago, no, yeah, fifteen years ago, people would just call you call you out, quote unquote, for like absolutely nothing. Whereas now, when people are held accountable like you know christy tegan like it's like for reasons that make sense (laughs) you know and it's like okay yeah like like not saying you need to like say terrible things but it's okay to to like hold people accountable i don't believe in like quote unquote 
cancel culture because it's not a thing. It's just holding people accountable. It's just saying, hey, it's not okay that you did this and it's inappropriate. But this site was literally just like, I hated her coat. And it was, so yeah, I had to it would be weird truth. stuff about kids <laughs> and stuff. And I have a yeah. real hard line about like, don't talk about people's children uh, in general, but especially on the internet. It's such a wild thing to me that people do that. And so from a lot of the people who were bigger back, because mommy bloggers really did kind of blow up the blogging craze and then it kind of became the DIY and after that but mommy bloggers were kind of the first people to become famous enough that they would be asked to come on your local morning shows and your radio shows and your tv shows and then etc etc and now it's kind of become the lifestyle and so these people would be famous for kids having kids and these kids are in college now this is how long ago this was and so these would be like toddlers or babies and people would just say terrible things about these kids like just straight up trashy children so it, yeah it was a time mean it was Which, the perez hilton years you guys like yeah that's what was happening yeah. so. terrible times i feel like i do feel like it would be very interesting on like the patreon pops podcast for us to go and talk about a little bit about like chrissy Teigen and her career girl and also maybe like her and Nicki minaj we can do that in one episode and kind of like break down like you know some of the different events and yeah, where we think they're going to go forward. Because I find I find her to be very interesting. Um, and I think it's very interesting that no one in her life is like saying, hey, maybe we shouldn't do this because this just happened and that just happened. So like, maybe let's not. Um, I'm very confused by it because I... I, I, I <laughs> Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, I, I don't think that I've ha- ever had an idea that bad. I'm not going to lie. But of course, I've had bad ideas. We've all had bad ideas, right? But like, we have people that will say, don't do this. Instead of like a whole bunch of people that'll be like, oh, no, I'm going to participate. It's very strange. To me. Uh, I don't. Anyway, today. <laughs> I, <laughs> that will be a whole separate conversation. I yes. So, <laughs> whew. So today we're going to get into Instagram because, woo, Instagram has had, I would say, a year, a, a couple, few years. There's been so many changes Instagram on the is like Chrissy Teigen. Like, it doesn't have anyone holding it accountable to stop doing no. the wild stuff that it does, but it does it anyway. And you Yes, that is exactly it. what it is. Like, you just have to deal. And for a lot of business owners, you know, they're getting, um, you know, work from Instagram or they have in the past. Um, they're getting visibility. They're getting opportunities. Um, and they're trying to figure out ways to continue keeping that going without having to invest a ton of money. And, you know, it can be exhausting to kind of be like, oh, I need to like stay ahead of the curb and whatever. Um, and then there's also, I think that there's like these lines between like, are you an influencer? Are you a content creator? Are you, are you just doing this for your business? Is this your personal account? So there's like a lot of confusion and all of that sort of stuff. So we're going to get into today five ways to improve your Instagram strategy. We're going to follow that up with um, highlights that we think that you should have if you're a business owner and how to reduce stress a bit if you are needing to use Instagram as um, you know, a creator, a business owner, or whatever. How can you reduce stress and make it not the most horrific thing ever? Because Instagram used to be very, very fun for a lot of people. And hopefully it's still fun for you. And if it's not, hopefully this helps it be a little bit more fun. Um, okay, so getting into first the five ways to improve your Instagram strategy. So the first one is really, really important. And I think that most people don't do it at all. Um, but when you see an account that is doing super, super well, they have always done this, right? Like it's all, it's, it's a guaranteed for every account that is doing super, super well. So that is to pick 
a niche. And I mean, getting very, very, very specific. Um, So it wouldn't be specific enough to just be like, I, you know, post really good photos, um, you know, of this generic thing. Like you want to get extremely specific and let people know exactly what you're here for. Um, So somebody who I think of when I think of that is actually Color Me Courtney, because her whole thing is just color. At the end of the day, like it's wearing colorful outfits, having, you know, color in her home, playing around with color and makeup. It's color, 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 color. Every single post you see will deal with very, very bright, specific colors. Like she's never going to have a photo that's dull. She's rarely going to have a photo that's even like pastels, right? It's it's all like super, super bright. So you know that if you are like, oh, I really want to have, you know, I enjoy having somebody on my feed who shows me different ways to style bold, colorful outfits, you know that she's the person for that. So it's not just style, which is more like generalized, right? But it's like a very, very, very specific type of style. Um, there's a lot of like plus size bloggers that will let you know their exact size because like it might be a little bit different if you're a size, you know, 16 versus if you're like maybe like a size 28, like w- the brands that you can access and stuff are going to be different. So if you're if you're a size like 14, you might follow someone who's size 16 and you guys can wear some of the same brands or whatever. But if you're a size 28, you might follow that person who's a size 16 and they're wearing brands that you're like, well, they don't actually have this in my size. So that's why the specifics become so incredibly important. Another person, like another group that I see it with is like photographers. And there will be this time where it's like, they're not sure if they want to be like really for other photographers or for clients, or they'll post things and they're attracting photographers and not attracting clients because they're not being specific enough. So they're saying like, you know, their hashtags will be stuff about photography when really they want to be like, should be focusing on like hyper local right. stuff. So if you're like an Orlando photographer and you're like, okay, I took a photo of this family and I really hope more families find me. So I'm going to do hashtag photography, hashtag photographer Orlando, hashtag amazing family photography or whatever. Like that's going to bring in other photographers. Whereas if you're like, okay, well I did this session in, you know, like, I don't know, like, Wesley Chapel. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, no. I did it in Baldwin Park. And so you're going to do like hashtag Baldwin Park. Maybe they got ice cream at a nearby place. You're going to do that. Kelly's homemade ice cream. cream. Yeah. Like, you know, you could do like hashtag Orlando local, hashtag Orlando doesn't suck, which is one of our big hashtags here. And so you would do those hyper localized ones. (laughs) And And when people are looking through those localized hashtags, people that actually live here, people that can actually become clients, that's how they're going to find you. So getting really, really, really specific in what you do. And I know that that's hard for a lot of business owners to even just get specific with what their services or what their product is, because they're just afraid to like leave money on the table by like not isolating a whole audience or something. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, is that if you don't let people know, if you don't show up and let them know, this is what I'm here for and this is what I'm about, then it's just not going to be specific enough for them to get into you anyways, right? So it's just going to be so much better if you get very, very specific with what it is you do. Now, as you grow into a larger account, there's times where like it might sometimes make sense to add in a thing or two. But if you, if your account is about nine, 10 different things, it's just going to be too much for somebody to like 
know what's going on. You have to think about the fact that, you know, think about when you're going to follow someone new, if you go to their bio and it's like someone you don't know, right? Like you go to their bio and you're reading your, their, their bio and just, you know, looking through their first, like, you know, nine to 12 photos and kind of making a snap decision from that of whether or not you're going to follow them. So if someone just doesn't know what you're about, then they're probably not going to go ahead and follow you at that point because they're just like, "Mm, well, I don't really understand the point of this account or I'm not sure what this person's about. And again, people contain multitudes, right? So you have to understand that who you are on Instagram is not who you are in life, right? (laughs) Like it's okay if your Instagram is about three things and in real life you're about 300 things because you are not an Instagram account. You're You're a person. And I think a lot of people struggle with that because they're like, oh, well, I'm not showing like, this side of myself there and I'm not showing this and I'm not showing that. And it's like, that's fine. You don't need to show all of it. You're there for the purpose, like a specific purpose, right? Like you're posting for a specific thing. And I think in that sense, it's fine if you really feel like you want to have a personal account to kind of just post whatever you want, you know, show your friends, whatever you want, whatever, and then have a separate account that is for your business account, or if you're a creator, influencer, et cetera, having that on there. Um, Because it just makes things a little bit easier and streamlined. And you might also find that like, you know what? having the business account, that's enough work. And I don't think I'm even going to worry about the other account. And that's totally fine too. Um, But just make sure that the account where you are trying to sell services or sell a product or whatever it is, get that brand recognition. Make sure that that is a more specific account where you have a very specific niche and it's not going to be confusing to the person that's trying to buy something because when you're in a store, you know, (laughs) and you're looking at a product, you're not also looking at 80 other concepts along with that product you just have the product in front of you the specifics of that offering in front of you so get specific pick a niche and don't be afraid to you know go deep specific into it for sure yeah I think that's I I couldn't I just don't think people understand that when you don't have a targeted focus you come across all over the place. <laughs> so when you yes. are a business and you want to talk about and do other things, talk about other things, like how can that, first of all, a lot of the things don't have nothing to do with your business. So unless your mug was featured on Real Housewives of Potomac, we don't need to talk about it on your business account. Like it's cool to be interested in like drama or whatever, but like your clientele is not seeking for that. Or even like you said, with the specific hashtags, it's important because people do have, things that they are looking for specifically. Like when I look for a photographer to hire, I don't like bright, airy photos. I don't like really saturated things. Like that's not what I'm drawn to. And so people who use like moody photography or dark photography or whatever it is, I'm more interested in that. And I would hire those people because that's more of our style and things that I like uh, versus some of the other stuff. So it's really about trying to find your audience because then they'll pay more money too as well. Like as a consumer and as someone who has a service-based business and a product-based business, I know that to get quality and someone who's really putting in the time to kind of market to me specifically, and if they're one of the only people I can find that does a specific thing, you bet your money I'm going to pay a little bit more for their services because they're local because there aren't, like, honestly, there's not a lot of moody photographers in Orlando because Orlando's not a place. really not. So when I find people who do or or we've done shots, shoots, or, uh, like, working with them or having them hire with clients who are looking for that type of photography, I always tell them to price a little bit more. You kind of give an upcharge because you're unique, and so that makes you, (laughs) you know, kind of like a, a... important person to to hire from so i just being smart about your instagram strategy it sounds like a lot of work already i know (laughs) we've already given you like a lot but 
it pays off in the long run because people are looking for what you do specifically. It's nice that you have other interests, like Kristen said, but we don't, that's not why I'm looking to hire you or buy things from your business. I just need to know what it is that you're doing. That doesn't mean that you can't come up on an opportunity. Like the Olympics are happening. And if you sell swimwear, it's okay to kind of like piggyback off some of the conversations about swimming that's happening. If that's the type of swimwear you sell, that's fine. That's not what we're saying. But what we're saying is don't get so uh, like broad that you can't, people can't find you. So that's yeah, pretty much exactly. the thing. So second thing is having a call to action on your Instagram. And this is such a struggle for people, I feel like, because they don't really know what to do. Like, and I feel like because there's so many bad marketing courses out there and so much bad advice mm-hmm. is that you see a lot of random links in bios that like, don't have anything to do with like now I'm going to like the eighth link tree and like I can't find something so that's a whole thing or use this product because it's better to help optimize people shopping on your Instagram. Instagram is already optimized for shopping on Instagram. It's an e-commerce platform now so it doesn't really need your extra like thing to get people to your your shop. Like if you're using Instagram correctly, if you have a product, you should be able to your your CTA should be really forward on the posts themselves like people should be able to click on the things and the pictures and buy the product in instagram or go directly to your cart so i think uh, one of my tips for this is any like third-party services that everybody is using i would really like if you don't know what to use don't use anything at all and try to use what instagram has out the gate and the facebook commerce manager and all that stuff because if you use it correctly it's pretty effective on its own. And then if you see that there are gaps missing or something's not happening or it doesn't support maybe your country or whatever, then you start to supplement. But to start off a an email in your bio, as always as, an, as a business or an influencer, people need to get in touch with you at any time, even if it's just an about or a hello or whatever. Listen, and people do not have that. And I do not understand. Like it's ridiculous to have to go like hunt for someone's email But it's like there are people that are like, oh, I'm so overwhelmed by like having hundreds of DMs. But it's like, okay, but then you also don't have like your email readily available. (laughs) And there are some things that are just going to be better through email. Like I'm not going to ask you something that is, you know, super professional through a DM. You like you want to have that paper trail and make sure that it's like easy to get to and whatever. And it is just wild to me how many people do not have like an email in their bio. Or if you are recommended, like for a good example, for people who may recommend other people to be on the show via our Instagram. So they may send us an Instagram link to your profile because you don't have a website because that's something that happens in the world. And how are we supposed to contact you without an email address in your bio if you're a speaker, an author, et cetera, et cetera. So you need to, if you're using Instagram for professional services, professional purposes, Please have an email in your bio. If you don't have an email in your bio, I'm just going to take it that you don't want people to email you, which is also fine. Like, I really don't want people to email me. So I don't put my email in my stu- my personal Instagram. Yeah, mine is not in my personal. It's not in there. I, Please don't same. email me. Uh, <laughs> you know, but that type of thing. Or I'm having a good button, CTA, like visit website, shop here, et cetera. That stuff is so important to take advantage of the tools that are already there. Like, I just don't understand why you would have a shop have an e-commerce shop like on Shopify or something that easily uh, integrates with uh, Facebook Business Manager and not utilize the functionality and then send us to a link tree. And then we have to go from this link tree to find the link to the certain collection that you have. And then from that, you know, it's just... (sighs) 
<laughs> it's a lot. You're asking it, it, it the consumers to, to do a lot. lot. Yeah. You want to keep it simple and you want to just let them know where to go. Like if you're in a store, right? If you're walking into a boutique, the experience is so nice because there's like they thought they literally have people that think of like how to lay things out. That's a whole job, right? Of just like how to lay it out so that it's like inviting. And so you're moving from one area to the boutique to the next. And you're like, oh, this is enjoyable. And you want to kind of create that same experience for them when they're on Instagram. So having like those calls to action of like, oh, go here, go there. Like, you know, asking a, a question and having it be a specific question they can answer, not something that's like just like random and open-ended, but like having you know, more specific things um, because it creates that engagement with them and gets them involved. And, and it, it makes it more of like a user experience as opposed to being like just overwhelmed, right? It makes it into a nice experience. So let them know where to go. Like be like, hey, you can click this in our bio and it's going to take you exactly where you need to go. Again, make it easy to, if you're selling products, make it easy to buy a product from an image. Like that's just going to make your job easier, their job easy, like their job of buying easier. Um, and yeah, and, and get them to engage by, you know, asking questions and questions that matter, like, you know, questions that are, are relevant to your brand, because really what's great about social media, as opposed to, you know, when the internet first started, if you threw a product on, you know, line and sold it, you really weren't like getting to talk to your, your customers all that often. Um, or potential clients or whatever. Uh, now you can talk directly to them through social media. So why not gather information? Like you can use an Instagram post to gather information and be like, you know, like for someone like me who sells candles, it'd be like, you know, what's your favorite holiday scent? And getting that information can let me know, oh, wow. Okay. So a lot of like, oh, I recognize that customer. I recognize that customer. Okay. So people that buy from me are really loving mistletoe more than I thought they would maybe I need to go ahead and do another run of that. You know what I mean? So just letting, letting people engage with you and, and engage with the brand and, and just having things be uh, accessible on, on your actual, like you said, on your actual Instagram page, not having everything be like, go here and go there and jump over a mountain and this and that. Because a lot of people will just be like, I'm done. Uh, and I will tell you like introverts, like we're easily like overwhelmed. And so we'll just be like, mm, okay, that's not for me then. <laughs> Like, we'll just be out. Straight up. Um, so you want to make it, you know, easy. You want it to be, you know, those calls. Like, when people say, like, go to my bio for this specific thing, and when you click on it, it's going to take you right to that thing. It's like, I love that. Like, great, cool. I didn't have to search for it. It was easy to find. Because you might go to your website or whatever and be like, oh, yeah, this is all easy. But somebody else has never been there. So you, you need to think about that going into it. And I will say this. I think with, like, with content creators and influencers and such, there's this new thing, you know, like the one page, it's not new, but the one page website, but it's gotten like really overwhelming because it used to be like a sleek thing. And now it's like so much information and it's all on one page and it goes on forever and you can't find what you're looking for. And it's just like, oh, like it's just too much. Um, so yeah, don't send us to that and like not give us a plan, yeah. you know? You're gonna send us there, like have it preload to a certain part of the site. That's exactly what I need you told to us do. We were yeah, going to. I tell people yes. that is like going on a really long driveway to get to a house. Like we've all gone to a driveway that's like, what are we doing? We're gone ten miles. Are we, we about haven't to get to murdered? The house. And what is going on? It's kind of like the driveway in Crazy Rich Asians. You know what I mean? Like I was just gonna like. say that. I was like, it's just like that. And you're like, is this okay? Should I be here? Exactly. It feels very uh, distractive. And I know that that was a big marketing thing back in. Look, the internet. We're on Web three. 
we are in mm-hmm. a whole different way in the age of using the internet. So people who are giving you advice on marketing from five years ago are out the gate and they need to be stopped. So long sales pages, tons of copy. That's not where we are anymore. We have moved on. So you need to figure out how to make things more micro content wise on your website as well so that people can find things easily and then learn more about it when they find the thing that they want. But like having so much information on one page when I'm looking for just like socks, like it's just, please, please help us. Yeah. I it's no, I don't need all that. Like have it somewhere, but not right where, where I start out. Cause sometimes I just don't care and I just want to buy the thing. So Yeah. Um, speaking of having been on the internet for a super long time and and been uh, marketing and using social media for a super long time, so many of us have content that is really old that is still great. So the third point is to repost and repurpose top performing content. So all of us have content that, you know, maybe even from five years ago is still relevant Um definitely from last year, right? And so sometimes we'll have something that performed really, really well. And there was a lot of engagement with that content. And it was something that was maybe helpful to our audience. Maybe it let them know a lot more about our services or our products in a way that makes them want to, you know, be a fan of the brand and make more purchases or work with us again. And so why not repurpose this content? It does not matter that it's older content. I'm not saying obviously like repurpose all of your content all the time, but when you have one of those posts that was like a standout post that did so well, and you know, when that happens, when you're just like, oh man, like that did way better than I could have expected. That was fantastic. Go ahead and like, you know, archive that and be like, all right, we're going to revisit that. Um, Because these are posts that like, there's chances are a lot more people follow you now or different people follow you. Some people could have unfollowed and new people could have followed. And so there's people that probably haven't seen this content because realistically, when we follow someone on Instagram, we normally don't go back a year, two years plus to go see their old content. It's just not something that most people do on Instagram. Um, so this brings it back up to the forefront, lets people see it, engage engage with it again. And it's less content that you have to create. If you already created content that was really good, that fit the bill, you know, then why not reshare that? Again, I'm not saying to do it all the time and do it, you know, like don't, you don't need to reshare what was necessarily like created last month. (laughs) But yeah, if you have something from a little while back on your feed and you think, oh, you know, I think a lot of these people that follow me right now have probably not seen this or it's been a while. So they don't like remember it super well and they could probably use a refresher, then go ahead and share that. And I think like a great, this is actually a great time of the year for that sort of thing, because a lot of time there's like stuff that people will put out that's specific that is for the holidays, whether it's, you know, a product or, you know, services, or if you're an influencer, maybe it's like a recipe or whatever. Um, And it's something that people really were only able to engage with for, you know, depending on how long you share your holiday content, probably like six to eight weeks. Um, And so during that time, there's, there's so much stuff that comes out this time of year, they could have a missed it or B, it's just something that you know, the rest of the year they didn't think about. And now it's holiday time again. And they're like, oh yeah, I would love to know more about that like specific holiday service or that specific holiday product or whatever. Um, So yeah, that top producing or top performing content, don't be afraid to repurpose it. It's going to save you time and effort and you already know that it does well. Um, And then also you can look at that content and say, how can I kind of remix Mm -hmm. this, right? Like maybe you've already shared it. Maybe you shared it five years ago. And then you shared it again last year and you're like, okay, it did really well both times. 
what can I do to like add to it or up the ante or, you know, just maybe modernize it for, you know, now. Um, so go ahead and that's where like you're, you know, just going in, remixing it, changing a few things about it and bringing it into the the current place where your your brand and your business are at. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just that's to me, I'm like any way that you can make things easier on yourself, do it. <laughs> yeah. I think one thing that's really easy to do is just follow up, follow up with that content. Like if you had a strong opinion or thoughts on something and, uh, yes. or had a way you would do something, you do something differently, especially with systems and things. Like if you're talking about project management or how you travel and you did a good post, like a very thorough post five years ago, do a follow-up post and be like, okay, update or following up to how I travel in 2021 now that I have a baby or a dog or whatever the case may be. That's a really yes, cool thing yeah. to do that works very easily and does very well, especially if it was content that was really popular. And a lot of people probably are asking the questions. Like if you had a business that you were shipping and you did a maybe FAQ about your candles, like for instance, but say you want to sell something else, Charisma, like you add another thing to your thing, like do something else, then you can do an updated like FAQ on how I ship mm-hmm. candles and da 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 da. So it's like people are now. I'm about to more... redo how I ship my candles. Because so you I'm have new boxes January. and everything. Yeah, yep. exactly. So yeah, that will be coming in January. So that's a thing. If people to think like about. to see that behind the scenes, they kind of want to know. You know, it's like, it's one thing to see the product and everything, but you know, a lot of people are concerned with like, well, how is it? Right. It because like you can say it it's Can I ship it directly to someone or yeah, exactly. Like saying it's hand poured and seeing hand your hands pouring it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's why, you know, I try and I, my content when I do show, it's so funny because for me, like when I do for Kismet and Charisma, when I do behind the scenes stuff that is like very like I don't know what the, like un, unpolished I guess is the word like that stuff that always does well like I posted a, like a behind the scenes shot the other day with just like scissors and just it was like my workstation was like a mess and I shared that and people were like oh my god I love it oh my god I'm so excited for this I'm so you know because I just think that people like to see like yeah this is like this is real this is happening this is not a target this is not a warehouse like this is literally a small operation and these things are are truly happening um so you have to find what works best for your business but yeah that same sort of content normally does really well so don't be afraid to to reshare it for sure Mm -hmm. and yeah i love i think any any like stuff that you've done in the past that worked well if if it has all been affected or changed by the pandemic, which most things have, like you definitely can redo, Do a, like update. you were saying, like a yeah. blog post. Or, yeah, because I mean, so many things it was like, oh, yeah, that's great information. Thanks. But like, it's completely different now that it's a pandemic. Like yeah. we need to know, like I've seen a lot of DIY blogs that were talking about like how they would do like renovations and stuff. And now that it's a pandemic, it's completely different. With the supply issues, they don't, there's supply issues. You don't want people in your house. Like mm-hmm. if you have like kids that are unvaccinated because they are too young to be vaccinated yet, like you're in a situation where it's like, well, you don't just want different contractors in all the time. So it's just like a lot of different things to think about. Yeah. And you, the way you would have done it a few years ago is completely different. Something as simple as like throwing your kids birthday party or yeah, you know, whatever is so different now, you know, like I know that's something you're dealing with right now. It's like, Look, you have to do it so real. differently. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, like it's, so, it was something that I think for a lot of people, like these things are things that you, you need help with a lot of times anyways, before the pandemic. And then you finally learn how to do this thing. And now it's like, oh, just kidding. Now there's a pandemic. So it's a completely different way of doing it. So I think that like sharing that stuff is really helpful. 
Um, and you know, I know that one of the things that, uh, David did for your first pandemic birthday was like put together a video, um, of all of us like saying happy birthday to you. And it's like, that's just something that I, I don't think I probably would have thought of. And I'm so glad that so many people thought of something like that and shared it. And like people got to have that information. So if you have something that like, you know, has to do with your business or your job as an influencer and you have figured it out through this pandemic, like share that information update that old content and you can even go through and just look at all your old content and be like is this changed now that there's a pandemic and nine times out of ten the answer is going to be yes like literally everything is different so yeah. you know that's a great a great place to get started if you want a free idea um travel guides are needed for people like me who have not gone outside in two years yeah i'm gonna be traveling 2022 so i need you people to tell me where to go because a lot of places that are on my like really large google map like heartless starred list of all the places i want to go i started going through them the other day and i was like so many of these restaurants have unfortunate clothes or these shops have clothes so yeah i really relied a lot on other bloggers or influencers to kind of curate lists when i go to new cities so you people who live in those cities if you could please uh-huh. go back and update those things so i can go back and update my things that'd be great that's a free free idea for you people Um, Yep. (laughs) but moving on another thing that you can do that is I feel like it's not even a thing that you can do it's the thing that you should do (laughs) is create Mm -hmm. your content ahead of time as often as possible unless you're like at an event or at a live place because it is time consuming to do Instagram correctly without having planned it out ahead of time and prepared and know what you're doing and know what you need and like it can be overwhelming if you get into it and think you can just show up every day, click a picture. It's not like that anymore. It used to be. We were all there. We loved it. It was great. That is not how the world works anymore. Not in 2021. You need to strategy it and to be specific about what content you're going to be sharing. And so planning that stuff out ahead of time, honestly, quarters out of time, if you can, at least a month is extremely helpful and saving you so much time. Yeah, I think like this, this is such a huge one. I would say the only like exception for something like this is if you are someone like Catherine Alice, Katie, who we normally or we recently had on the podcast, because she's somebody who like literally goes outside. Yeah, I'm like, she's outside. (laughs) She is literally she is like not an introvert. She is outside every day. And she very much like, okay, so what like we talked about having like a niche, like her niche is very much like color Broadway like a Mary Blair like color palette musicals like the that. tri-state and, and area like New York big city <laughs> big cities you know that sort of thing and so she's literally always in front of like you know cotton candy colored buildings and like floral you know, like this is big literally floral her life yeah and like she's doing this all the time so she probably knows you know okay every like every week I'm gonna have two to three events where I'm going to be out doing these things so I can kind of share more in the moment, which I think is great if that's your personality and that is the way that your life is set up. But for most people, um, like a lot of people that are business owners are introverted, number one. Um, and then a lot of people, your day-to-day doesn't necessarily look the way that, you know, it doesn't always look the way that your Instagram is going to look, right? So for me, unless you want to see me like, packing orders all the time which you don't like 
people like to see a little bit, but they just don't want like a photo of me packing an order every day. Like, Hey, what's up? You know? Um, and so, yeah, it's important to have that content planned out ahead of time, especially if you're selling like a service or a product, because people are going to want to see what you're doing, what you're selling, get sneak peeks, get, you know, ideas for how to style, if it's like an item, how to style it or whatever. Um, and you can't create, you're not going to create a set every day to take that photo. Right. Um, that's just a lot of work <laughs> to, to do. So batch that content and create it ahead of time. Cause I know like as an introvert, like for the nonprofit, like I don't even feel like logging in to like make a post that I've already made every day, even Look. though I've already, like I've already made the post, the graphic is done and the, the actual like um what's the word I'm looking caption for? the caption is yeah but i it's like it takes everything in me to log in <laughs> and just post what i already created which is why on some things i'll even automate content when i can um so that it just already goes up and posts at a certain time because i know myself and i'm so introverted that there's times that i'm like i'm not even i don't want to go in that app i don't even want to be there like no, that's real. I mean, <laughs> me and I'm not even that adventure. I just, I dislike the the Facebook machine until as much as I can stick to the yes. man I can. But for those oh of gosh. you who cannot, like, I get it. Like, it's a struggle to be like, okay, I got to log in in social media today because it is draining to like get all the it hashtags and have engagement, which is planned and not like bot because bot engagement obviously will tank your account. Like you have to go in and log on and actually comment mm-hmm. and like actually like things and actually interact with people and be a real person, even though you're a brand. And so that's asking a lot for people to get visibility for their business. So I feel like the machine is already like rigged for people who have certain anxieties to fail. So you really have to push yourself or hire someone else to do that work Uh for you to be successful because it is a lot of work. You cannot just roll out of bed, make a post and then like, don't look at it anymore for the rest of the day. You really have to kind of go in there for an hour and kind of do the work, which is, time consuming (laughs) for people Mm -hmm. and it's a lot and it's aggressive like you said and like you can have everything prepped but even just the act of pressing publish still knowing the stuff that comes after that it's it's taxing so Mm -hmm. definitely feel yeah i definitely get myself in the right headspace before i do it because i know that it's going to be like a whole thing and like you know i like to go into like my own instagram account sometimes i more than i like to go into the one for the nonprofit because like the nonprofit work is like heavy. So it's like at 8 a.m., I don't want to think about dating violence sometimes. I, sometimes I don't want to no, do that. No, you do yeah. not. Well, um, so sometimes I'll do that post a little later in the day. Like I might do it at noon. And that way I know that I can post it and then I can like do the engagement that I need to do afterwards. But having, because like, especially because the captions, like, they they need to be written ahead of time because it's you know a lot of times it's like stuff that is like heavy and so it's so much easier like thank god to have that just like done and post it I mean it's still like I said it still can be taxing but it's like I there's no way I could do all of it I couldn't create the graphic and then turn around and then write the caption and then turn around and do engagement and like and then post on stories doing all that in the same day would be bananas um, and not only would it just take so long, honestly, it would take a really long time, but then I would be like emotionally exhausted afterwards and I wouldn't be able to do all the other work that I need to do. Um, so I, I batch, you know, I will sit and I'll make like 30 or 40 graphics at once 
And then once I kind of get them in the order that I want to have them in, then I'll do like all captions often like on another day or maybe the second half of that day. And that's always like for me a very, like when I'm doing a content creation day, it's a cozy day. So like I'll make sure that I have like a yummy hot chocolate, maybe like have, you know, some sort of like biscuit to enjoy or something, you know, just like kind of like give myself like a little cozy moment so that I'm not like stressed about like all the content creation. And then it's just like something I actually look forward to. I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm going to like batch do some content today. Like I'm, I'm actually happy about it. Um, so yeah, it's definitely like create, create a little space for yourself when you're doing that content creation. But yeah, if you're an introverted person, there's just days where you just don't want to interact with people and social media. Unfortunately, Instagram doesn't seem to care. (laughs) from my experience it's like oh we don't care about that um so yeah having that stuff done ahead of time is gonna just save you so much hassle oh man I wish that like in America whenever you started a business they like paid somebody a hundred thousand dollars to do your social media and that was like your gift for starting a business in America that's what I would do if I was the president That's why I wouldn't get voted into office. I, I, I have so many random things. <laughs> People would be like, what's that? How are it's you just funny because the be like, administration... I'm just taking money from Elon Musk. That's what I would just do. <laughs> the administration in power currently tweeted yesterday that like I'm a small business and like entrepreneur presidency. And I was like, goodbye, girl. Enjoy your time, though. So anyway, Whew. moving on. Whew. Moving on. Okay, so the... Number five, the fifth way to improve your Instagram strategy is to save your niche hashtags in your notes app. So there is no reason that you're waking up on Monday morning and you're like, okay, I got to get this post out. And they're like, what are all my hashtags again? And you're just struggling as you're filling them out. You You will never get anything done. (laughs) No, like, like, don't do that. Do your research ahead of time. Figure out the, the, um, the hashtags are going to be like best for you. And normally you're going to have like some revolving ones. You're not going to have the same ones from post to post. Mm-hmm. Some posts like, like, let's say again, if it's a product, one post might show your product. One post might show behind the scenes of your product. One might show your product in action. Like maybe if you create stationery for, you know, weddings, then it'll show your actual stationery at a wedding or like a groom holding it or whatever. Um, so having kind of like a little bit of, uh, differences between your different hashtag groups. And I have mine in my notes app and they have like little headers over them of like, okay, if it's going to be this kind of photo, then it's going to be this group and, and so on and so forth. Do that ahead of time, have it in your notes app, and then you can just copy and paste and you are done. Um, and then I would say review these like at Every, least, um, like quarter at least, but yeah, quarterly, I was going to say, I would say at least quarterly review them um, more if you can, but yeah, checking in to see which ones are working and making sure that you have a, a mixture of amounts. Cause some people will go and they'll be like, Oh, I'm going to do all mine for like only hashtags that are in the millions. And it's like, no, you don't want to do just that. You want some that are yeah. in the thousands and, mm-hmm. and you want to have like, uh, ver- like various numbers. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's sometimes like easier to be found when it's the ones that are in the thousands because there's less posts there. Right. Um, but then again, sometimes the ones that are in the millions, it means that there's a lot of people looking. So you just kind of want to make sure that you got to play a around. Yeah. Make sure of both to see what's going to work best for you. And that's the thing is that at the end of the day, like, I love that you say play around because I feel like at the end of the day, that is all Instagram is. It's like, you are just, playing it's just around, a game trying girl. to figure it out. It is just a, it's just a silly 
video game. Um, because at the end of the day, like none of us have the full rules. Instagram has not told anybody the full rules. And so we're just playing around with this algorithm. And I think that it's important to try to have fun while you're doing it and try to actually create, you know, content that is meaningful to to you and create like, or like meet people and, and take those moments to actually like interact with people in a way that is actually meaningful to you. Because if you do that, Instagram is going to be like, I love Instagram at the end of the day. Like I can't like fully fault Instagram because I literally have like I met you because of Instagram really like I mean our blogs but like it was Insta first and then like went on to your blog so it's like I've literally met friends through Instagram like I definitely it's helped my business like you know and it's not as as bad as Facebook so you know like it's there's definitely uh, a lot of fun that can be had on it but I just think that when people are getting taking it very very extremely and worrying a little bit too much about numbers and stuff it's getting to a point where for some people it's it's um not fun and it's basically unhealthy right so just make sure that you're remembering it's a game at the end of the day it is a tool to help you it is a tool to help your business and it is a tool to help you connect with other people so that's really all the point of it it does not really matter at the end of the day like the exact amount of number that you have or whatever so i want to do a few bonus points for if you do these like do the first five, but if you do these, it's like, okay, you get extra bonus points. So bonus points, engaging with people you enjoy. Um, cause I just feel like, like I said, like you should have fun on Instagram. So why not engage with people you enjoy chat with people, you know, do some fun stuff. You don't always have to make it all work. Um, creating shareable content is another good one because if something is shareable, then you're going to do a little less work after the fact, because other people are going to share it for you. Cause they're like, Oh, this is helpful. I'm going to share it on to the next person. And then the last one would be using reels. I know a lot of us are like, Ugh, I don't want to do that. Like that's TikTok. Like that's why I stayed on Instagram. I'm not over there and I get it, but I would just say, just try to do a reel. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. And that's fine. But I think that a lot of people that are like, I hate it have not tried it yet. So if you try it and you're still like, that's not for me, then it's not for you. That's okay. But I think that there are people that would try it and be like, oh, I actually had fun creating this and this was cool. So just give it a chance. Any new, any new feature, give it a chance, try it out. And then if it's not for you, it's not for you. It's, it's as simple as that. Um, so we're going to get into the highlights, which if you don't know, if you're like not an Instagram person and you're like, what are you talking about? That is when you go to someone's profile and above their feed there is these little circles and those are called their highlights right Mm -hmm. so when you have a business it is beneficial sometimes to have you know certain types of um highlights and there's a, a lot of ones that can be beneficial i think right now with it being holiday like if you have one for the holidays up kind of close that's kind of a good good plan um, you can divide it up into the different, if you have like a product base, you can, it can be the different things that you offer can be highlights. Um, but we're going to talk about some general ones that are good to have. Um, so I would say a start here is a really good option. Kind of like what we were talking about before with having like a call to action. This is kind of that you have a start here. It tells them where to go. And then from in that highlight, you can kind of let people know the very important things that they need to know, like off the bat. It doesn't have to go heavy into detail, but just like, here's what we are, here's what we're about, or here's that thing you were looking for, uh, or here's how to get more information or whatever. Um, So just kind of like that first little initial thing that lets them know where they need to go. I love the idea of that because 
just makes life easier. Yep, definitely. I don't really, as a consumer, go through highlights. Just keeping it real. Don't. I don't do it. But as a as a marketing person, I do see the benefit and how helpful it is. And so I do have our clients create really helpful and useful highlights just because people do utilize them as kind of like the FAQ page of the website before they get to the website. And so people really do look through them or to see how to, like, if you're doing products, it's really cool to highlight how the products are being used by other people, other customers, because then people can get ideas, which is super helpful, especially as a person who's like, moving to a different space but wants to buy certain furniture or different art pieces or etc i'm looking for ideas of like how to style things or how to put them up etc and so seeing how other people use your products in their spaces gets me inspired and then it's like i'm more likely to buy it if i see it that way um so that's a really good idea for people who have products or just highlighting like where you've been media wise kind of again using it as a media page to be like if you've done been featured on other people's Instagrams, kind of having those posts in your highlight kind of gives a, a validity and le- legitimacy. I don't know, leg- being legit, like whatever it is, you know, for people to say, okay, well, this is, yeah. thank you. That's the real word. Uh, legitimacy to your products and to your company to say, hey, you want good housekeeping. You should probably highlight that on your Instagram so that people can know that like, oh, hey, good housekeeping makes you pretty cool. I think that makes you a real person to buy from and not like a random person from like mm-hmm. this random shop that's like a big e-commerce thing or those Etsy shops that are really big random factories that are in the middle of like yeah. other countries and not really the home made like handmade products that you, Etsy was supposed to be known for. So it's really just trying to figure out how you can highlight who you are if you're a small business, if you are a service, but like who who you are as a person and just being like, hey, I'm legit, like who I am, who I say I am. And I think that's what the highlights features really to do more of that validation for you and to make things easier so you don't get a ton, bunch of questions that are unnecessary that bog down your um, inbox yeah exactly I think that like a lot of people when they're following a new business or whatever like they're more likely to go through your highlight reel than they are to actually like scroll down like through your stuff so it's just kind of a good way to like okay this is right in front of them get them to you know engage like quickly and like yeah I think that user-generated content is super great. Um, reviews, feedback, things like that. You can have them be a separate highlight. Like one can be all reviews. If you are, if you collect reviews, like this would be a great place to put them all. If you put them like on your website or whatever, you could also put them here. And then you can also have user-generated content, which is kind of like reviews in a sense, right? But it's like, like you said, like it's nice to see like, how would they style that? Or how would they put that here? Or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. um, how they're using the product. And so- the user-generated content does that, but it's also kind of review at the same time. Yep. Um, so that's why I love it because it's visual. So it's not just like the written words. So you can you can really do both of those. They're both awesome. Yeah, those behind the scenes are great. Um, you know, having like an FAQ section is, is, you know, really beneficial. So yeah, just kind of like flushing out that highlight reel, your highlight reels in a way that is going to, you know, just kind of be another extension of your brand and keep people engaged and keep people basically on your profile and then interacting with your Instagram. And yeah, I do think that it's great. Like after your start here, or like around your start here, having, um, you know, one that features your most recent, whatever it is. So yeah, like you said, if you're featured in, you know, a magazine or if you're on a podcast or if you just dropped your latest line of, you know, uh, products or whatever, 
having that right there is super helpful. And if you have like a new service that you're offering, um, that's a great place to put that new service and just let people know like this is the new thing that we're doing. Um, so yeah, I would love to hear your thoughts on highlights and what highlights you have screenshot your highlights and DM them to us because I would love to check them out. Um, And so the last part of this episode, we're going to talk about how to reduce stress if you are having to use Instagram for your business, which a lot of us have to use it. And like I said, a lot of people are getting stressed out and, you know, we just, I think that mental health comes first period. So, uh, you know, to me, it's always, what can you do? What can you, what can you take off your plate or whatever? to make sure that your mental health is okay. Because if you're not okay, if you're not mentally well, um, then you're not going to be running your business to its best, you know, anyways. So what, like, what is the point of running yourself ragged over Instagram or whatever else? Um, so yeah. So the first thing is to take breaks and that could mean if you have to, if you have the type of job where you have to be on Instagram, like on and off at all day, then taking breaks all day, like all throughout the day, like a five minute break here, 10 minute break here. But it could also mean taking a break where like people are like, Hey, I'm going to take two weeks away from Instagram. People do that. And people will announce it a lot of times. It's just because they need to get away from it. And I completely get that. Um, so if you need to do that, do whatever it is you need to do that. Maybe you, you go on and you're like, Hey, you know, I'm not going to, you, you can announce it or not. You don't really need to. Um, obviously if you're like a creator, you're an influencer, then, letting people know, oh, I might not be on stories as much or whatever, that's fine. But that's where we talked about like having your content created ahead of time. You can just have that content automated so that you're not having to actually go in. And then if it's possible, I mean, you could even create your stories ahead of time and hire somebody, mm-hmm. even if it's just for that like time frame. you could hire um, like a virtual assistant and have them take on that task, you know, for two weeks or whatever, while you take a break. But you also could just take a break. Like, yes, your numbers might not be perfect when you get back, but you're, you everything will be, okay. but you'll you know be okay. I mean? Like you as yeah, a person is okay. more important than your numbers. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, don't be afraid to take a break, whatever your situation is. And if you, you know, again, if you aren't going to be posting at all and you just want to tell people like, Hey, just to let you know, I'll be back in two weeks. Again, you can make that even into a little highlight so that people know, oh, this person is just taking some time for, you know, themselves, for their mental health. And I think that that's something we should really normalize going forward into 2022. I don't really care what Instagram thinks. I just think that it's like, if somebody wants to take a break, let them take a break. And I understand that some people leave accounts and never come back type of thing. So like, I understand the need to maybe tell someone so if somebody new comes to your account and they don't see you have, they see you haven't posted in a while, they might not like that way. They're not going to think like, Oh, this person, you know, never posts. But for me, if I haven't seen some, like if somebody hasn't posted in two months, I'm not going to just be like, Oh, they're never going to be on this account again. Like that's just me personally. But I know that there are people that are like, Oh, they haven't posted for two months. They must be gone. So if you want to make an announcement, make an announcement, but take the break, whether it's a short break in the day or, a week's months long break that you need because your mental health is more important than Instagram numbers for sure. Yeah. I don't, you know, Instagram's a mess. So I don't care what Marcus Zirkenberger and all his friends tell you to do with your time and the way that you're supposed to make money on his little platforms while he like is out here, like infiltrating native land and like buying it up and being a hole um you can do what you want with your instagram so if you want to take a break for a couple weeks girl friends people humans take a break you do not need to be on this app scrolling all day to put those time limits on your apps put a time limit on so that it can tell a lot of people 
lose like a lot of their day to scrolling and don't even realize like how much I'm also like what content are you scrolling because girl Instagram's a mess and it's not really good right now so if you can send those accounts to me so I can follow them let me know because I spend more time in stories than scrolling because I feel like the feed is just I feel like I walk into like a billboard like it's like going down to like I feel like the strip in Vegas where there's like a hotel and then like a performance and then like somebody jumping like I feel like it's just so much happening reels are going like people are dancing with with like random but I feel like stories too people can go in and and be like in forever oh yeah you can be in too deep if you like care about it like so please put a limit on your your situation just in it like on the app in general your phones now come with limitations that you can put on certain apps for your mental health this was the thing that they actually decided was a good idea because people were driving themselves in the ground looking at things sometimes you could be on one app and then the app shows you a thing from another app and then you're over there you know, and so it's like if you see a funny like, oh, reel, and then you're like, "Oh, this person is also on TikTok. I'm gonna go to TikTok." And, and then, then you go to TikTok, TikTok for and you're there for you know exactly. So it's like just be a little bit more cautious to your time and like see where your time is going, um, because I think a lot of people will be like, "Oh, I've got to be on these apps." For Girl, you work. don't. But then they're then they're on it for it's like you didn't need to be on scrolling no, for two hours. You didn't need to look though. at these reels for two hours laughing. That, that <laughs> you could just post it and got off. Girl, what are you doing? Yeah. And again, if you're doing it and you're loving it, because I will tell you, I do watch, I, this is so funny. I watch TikTok at, TikTok at night to calm down, but I don't also, I don't post work stuff on TikTok. So it's like, it's just all fun. You know, it's your entertainment. So I, I watch, yeah, I watch TikTok at night for like 20 minutes and just like laugh and John and I will like laugh at videos and stuff together. Um, but like, again, if it's, if you're in like work mode doing that and you're doing it all day, it's you're not getting work much, done. So Yeah. Um, and then kind of like what we said, going back to, you know, improving your strategy, but this is also a way to reduce stress is to create content ahead of time. So not only does it improve your strategy, but it also just helps you to, you know, not be as stressed out. Um, and then a really big one for me is unfollowing people who you compare yourself to or who you don't actually like. And I don't understand why people do this, but people follow people on the internet or be friends with them on Facebook or whatever. And it'll be people they don't like. And I'm like, why are you doing that? I don't, I don't care if you know the person in real life. I don't care whatever it is. Like just, if you don't like them or if they're making you feel bad about yourself, even if they didn't do anything to you, but you just feel like a general negative vibe, whatever, like whatever it is, like what? It why? is okay to you... unfollow people for that reason. <laughs> I, I personally have not just cause I don't, again, I'm not on Instagram like that. Like I just don't use social media in that way. Like uh, I've unfollowed people who I've found out to be like people who would have stormed the Capitol. That's a real quick, like unfollow block for me. Even if I've known you for five years and I find out that you probably would have been up there with like a backpack and like a garden hose or something trying to get to AOC's office, then I'm going to unfollow you and block you. But um, in terms of personal issues, in terms of like comparison traps, et cetera, I think people sometimes feel bad about unfollowing because it's like, it's not really, I guess, previously like a social norm. Like you wouldn't, not go to someone's party, quote unquote, because they had a better house. You know what I mean? Like that type of thing. That's the way people think about it. But the reality is social media is so private and intimate and you're seeing these people a lot and a lot of more like things that are more transparent. And even though it's the highlight reel, which I think a lot of people don't understand, it is your highlight reel. It can be harmful for you, especially for people who are dealing with infertility issues, maybe following a friend who's had a pregnancy. Like that's hard to do or someone who's lost a child or lost a spouse, maybe it's hard to watch people get married or you go through a divorce. Like that's hard for you to do. So maybe you can unfollow or mute for a little bit. 
take a break and not see that because it's not what you want to see right now. Like it's not happy. It doesn't make you happy. It doesn't give you the thing. Or maybe somebody who got like a really cool job opportunity that you wanted and it kind of sucks to see them do it. Like you're happy for them, but you don't want to see them like move to your dream city and like have their, like it's okay to take a break and not watch that. Like that's not okay for some people. Some people can't process that. And I don't think we should as a society make people be forced to watch things that they don't have to if they have control over it. Like if you have control over what's yeah. on your feed on your little stupid like screen box in the middle of the night, you don't have to see things that make you unhappy. You can see things that make you happy. If it's just cats, go follow all the cats. If it's just right? butterflies, if it's flower gardens, if it's just travel pictures, find the things that make you give you joy. Life's too short to go by all these mm-hmm. societal quote unquote rules that make us quote unquote better people don't waste your time on that like i think at this point in life we've learned (laughs) that very few people in our government care about us a so we really shouldn't care about whatever rules they come up with that don't help us in any way we should really be looking out for each other's community first because who's gonna have your back but the people in your circle above your senator let's be real um Mm -hmm. and by doing that it's helping people feel better about choices that empower them not making choices that make them feel bad just because it's quote unquote what we used to do what's normal or this is the way the world works it doesn't have to be the world is made up rules are made up money's made up everything is made up any like most things are just like societal made up things genders a social construct like just all this stuff is made up most of the time so we don't have to follow any of those rules guess what it's all made up. Bad words, made up. Like, religions, yep. 99.9% of them, made up. So, like, screw it. Do what you want with yeah. your social and media. I'm, I'm one of those people that, like, even if I know you in real life, like, even back, you know, 10, 15 years ago, like, when it was, like, MySpace and Facebook and people were like, oh, but you know that person or you work with that person. And it's like, so okay, but, like, why? Yeah, like, I was just like, but why, you know, especially because it's like, I don't understand the whole thing where, like, people from high school that didn't like you will, like, friend request you. We're and I'm like, friends. but you don't like me. You didn't We're like me. Like, you, you, you made it clear. Like, you made it clear you didn't like me. Um, Just because, you know, you can see more of my personality on social media now and... Like maybe I, you know, I'm doing something you think is cool or whatever, but that doesn't mean that we need to be like, I don't need to invite that person into my space is the way that I'm I'm going to say it. On Facebook, again, I don't really go on Facebook a lot, but on Facebook, you have to be friends with somebody. So like, I just will not be friends with that person because I'm not going to invite them into my space to where I need to see them. On Instagram, if they want to follow me, they can follow me. I'm not going to follow them back um, because I... I don't care to engage with a person who is not a nice person. <laughs> like I'm like just straight up. Like if you're not a nice person, I will not follow you on the internet. I don't care if you know someone I know or whatever. Um, it's just not going to work for me. Um, I, I don't follow my mother on the internet. So, because I told my mom, I was like, if you want to know me in real life, we, can um, we cannot be internet yeah, friends we, because we you sometimes don't act right on the internet. Well, you sometimes, she don't sometimes act right in person. Okay, well, that's not. Which is why, <laughs> let's, let's... which is why I'm like, we don't need to be internet friends. We'll be friends in real life. And that works for us. You know what I mean? And it's funny because she follows my brothers, but then we'll sometimes be mad about the things they post. And then they all will like, you know. Like, she won't really argue with him about it, but she'll just be, like, not happy with it. And I'm like, well, that's why you don't follow me. Look, so- that way you, you you can't be mad. So it's just, you know, set the boundaries for yourself and realize, like, at the end of the day, like, your Instagram account is yours, yep. right? Yes, Instagram writes the algorithm and they write the rules and how all that works. But you decide who you follow. You decide who you engage with. You decide how much time you're on the Internet, whether it's for your business or personal life. Those decisions are 
up to you completely. Straight up. And honestly, you really, I mean this in the like most sincere, I absolutely don't use internet for the way it's intended. You don't have to be on social media to make money. You don't. You really don't. don't. We've made more money this year than we have had in a very, like probably ever. I when did I last post on Instagram on Studio Four Four? I'm actually I was. It's so funny that you said that because I was actually already starting to go look it up because I, I wanted to be like, <laughs> okay, May 29th, 2018 is the last time that you posted on, on like, my your, personal. Like, kind of, like, and then personal. I feel like February and then on your work. February 28th, <laughs> 2019 <laughs> is the last time that your that sevenality was that that you're anyway, yeah. yeah. And then for your paper brand. The last time you posted was March 26th. Yeah, see, look. And just to kind of prove it, which I mean, like, I know we just did a whole thing about, like, how to use social media, but um, the last time I posted to the Kismet and Charisma feed was February 19th of this year. Look. Um, and I am... Busy. I, I will be sold and busy. out probably by the end of this I'm going week. to buy candles as soon as for we hang candles. up. So, like, save um, two for me. So, but- <laughs> and I will say... Now I will say that I have built an authentic following mm-hmm. on my personal Instagram yeah. and I had told Angelica how like, oh man, like everything was just so wild this year with like the nonprofit and stuff, which she knows because she's there. Um, and so I didn't like have the time to do the photos that I wanted to do and the prep that I wanted to do. And you I moved, to like out. moving. And I moved and yeah, all that stuff. So basically I just went onto my personal Insta and I was like, hey guys, like the candles are going to be out. And I really did want to sell locally. Um, and I'll get more into the packaging and stuff, like, and explain that. But basically, I wanted to sell locally because it was going to be better for the earth. Um, and I will have packaging come January that will make it better for the earth for me to sell everywhere than what I'm using now. Um, so I was really hoping to sell out mostly local so that I wouldn't have to ship because that makes me not feel good about, like, my particular uh footprint on the earth and so yeah it went really well so I I, and again it's local connections it's people that you know you meet in real life and things like that or or if you do meet them on social you just actually get to know them and it's not just like hey you're a number to me like the people that buy candles like even if I don't know them like super personally they're people that I've interacted with on social before um so yeah I think that like having actual interactions and engagement is always going to be more important than numbers exactly yeah i mean i think that's at the end of the day that's the goal right it's like of course you can be a viral of course you can have millions of followers of course you can make millions of dollars from having a really great instagram that is not there's nothing wrong with that and we should we're not knocking that if that is where you are mentally but if you are not in a place in your life right now where you can build towards that or you can hire someone to do that then start small create that small following do the right things and set the like foundation properly and then when you're in a better space to kind of want to achieve that thing it's easier to do than try to force it all on yourself at the beginning so I think this was a really informative episode where it gives you like things that you can actually do with your Instagram today yeah to make it better for when you are in a place where you can level up or you want to hire someone to help you level up this is totally a good stepping stone place to try to like get your house in order especially over the holidays as we get into the end of December, those last two weeks, it's a really good time to do some maintenance and get your life together for the next coming year. Swing 22 is coming, whether we want it or not, whether we still in January 2020, yeah. 2022 is right. coming in a couple of weeks. So got to get your house in order. to get my mental space together. I will say this, if you're on Instagram, I know I do think a lot of our followers probably aren't 
Um, or at least some of them definitely aren't because we have really high listener numbers higher than our Instagram numbers. But if you're on, I love for you to follow us at Heart and Hustle Podcast. You can also follow me because I post like more on my personal than anything else. You can follow me at Charisma O'Keefe and I'd love to engage with you. Um, what I love about Instagram again is like slide into my DMs. It's not about the numbers. It's about actually hearing what you guys want to hear more of. Um, as we're going into 2022, we've already started like working on the schedule from like January to July. We have a lot of cool things planned. And of course we have the Patreon and stuff too, that's going to be going all year long. So yeah, we'd love to interact with you and it's just an easy place to interact. So if you are on Instagram, like feel free to either slide into the DMS of our podcast or into my DMS either, or, and just interact. Let us know what you like. Like, I know it might feel you're like, but okay, but I feel weird. Just be like, Hey, listen to the podcast. And I just wanted you to know, a, B, C, whatever. We just want to hear from you guys because at the end of the day, we do create this for you. And I mean, it seems like you guys still like it because you're still listening, but we would love more feedback from y'all and just to hear, you know, more specifics of who you want to see interviewed, what do you want us to talk about and all that good stuff. Awesome. Well, friends, happy Thanksgiving for those who celebrate. If you do not have an amazing Thursday, you're going out into the world to go buy things at a discounted rate best of luck to you do not like get murdered over commerce don't let don't let capitalism take you out this holiday season it's kind of my my going to shop small if you can so again shop at kisman charisma because charisma got candles if you're a local to get help out with her there's gonna be some giving tuesday stuff happening with love doesn't hurt so follow them on instagram as well to see what where to shop to support definitely definitely do that definitely check it out if you haven't and yeah if you have any cool small businesses to send our way we already did a whole episode on where like we're shopping for holiday season so you can listen to that but if you have any others that you think that we'd be interested in, let us know. And we'd love to, of course, share them on. Yeah, Insta I am going to do an Instagram, so. I think, small business business Saturday kind of a story highlight for some of the amazing small businesses. A lot of my friends started businesses Yay. this year to just kind of yeah, like, I love that stuff because I order. love to hear about them. Like, um, I love to shop small. And some of the boutiques in Orlando that there's been a lot happening in Orlando. Uh, sh- there are people with so many storefronts and I feel like those people need to be visited. And so I'm trying to do my due diligence and go out, you know, as much as I can now that we're getting vaccines and children. So enjoy your holiday week we will see you guys uh next week we'll be here i won't be here i'll be moving but you'll listen to an episode from us so be here and it's an exciting guest we have a really fun guest who we both really enjoy so we look forward to seeing you guys next week bye